Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're having our usual stroll through the hills today. And this is a bit of a spontaneous conversation. It's just what I've been thinking about this morning. Um, I noticed that the, uh, the reports about the very, very swiftly rising cost of living are everywhere this morning. Um, coming through on uh, my YouTube suggestions for the BBC, Channel 4, ITV, um, they, they were all deeply concerned about the uh, rising energy costs, people being interviewed saying it was either they could afford to eat or, or put the heating on. Uh, yeah, but not both. Um, I don't know what the newspapers are doing. But, but certainly the, the TV channels and also the, all the alternative uh, TV channels that we listen to, uh, this seems to be the hot topic of the day. And of course it's not just, just started recently, it's been a mountain problem. Um, very, very concerning. I'm, oh, I doubt there's anyone listening to this who isn't very concerned about this. So, my, my uh, question is, given that we know that the Tories are aiming for a disaster capitalism type scenario and they want to create a new slave class, which they seem to be doing very well with the, uh, the people on um, universal credit, where they are now going to be forced into any job uh, as soon as possible, no matter how qualified they are. Um, and it would seem that they would perhaps be far more inclined to take absolutely any job, any job, no matter how bad it is, because they're going to be truly desperate thanks to food prices going up, energy prices going up, um, probably everything going up, really. Mm-hmm. So... Um, this is my question. Is this playing into the Tories' hands? Is this exactly what they want? Or is it happening too fast to benefit them, really? I think they would have preferred this to have been much slower so that people got used to it and uh, there wasn't the, it wasn't a huge public outcry so much because it just happened slowly over maybe... Uh, a few years, they were going to give themselves like, two or three years for this just to sort of wind down. And of course, many, um, uh, all that, we had such a lot of money from the EU to local councils for all sorts of uh, local community projects that's all gone now. Um, so there's just going to be uh, a lot less money, a lot less joy. Um, but because it's happened so quickly, I'm, I, I can't decide whether this this is actually going to play badly for them or if they'll manage to bring it around because this is ultimately want, what they wanted. I mean, they, they want the workforce to be uh, desperate so that mm. they can just use them as they like. Mm. So what do you think? Do you think, do you think it will... It's come too fast for it to be the yeah. you know, turn to turn us into the Singapore on Thames that they wanted. Well, that's my my, my estimate, and of course nobody really knows. But my estimate, gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, is that yeah, it's too fast. Yeah. And you can drive people to desperation, 
so that you can manipulate them. But you do have to, in general, do it slowly. Yeah, because they've got the contrast. I mean, very, yeah. very recently, they were yeah. living a normal life. They could afford to go on holiday. They'd put the heating on. And yeah. now, it's, it's, it? it's, they, they, can, they can see the contrast over yeah. a very short period, there's a good, there's uh, period a, of time. Yeah, there's a good many people in dire straits. And, and it, it is a black swan. They haven't done it on purpose. Right? Nobody's yeah, done this on purpose. Well, well apart, apart from the, the you know, energy suppliers, there's some certain manipulation. You know, Putin, Putin's playing silly buggers with Europe and the, and the gas that they all get from Russia, you know. He, he, he's making it known to them that he knows that he's got some kind of a whip hand over them, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe. I mean, the other thing is, I don't think the, the Tory party uh, as an agenda of Singapore on Thames, I think a faction of the Tory party which is enmeshed with a faction of finance capital and supports and lobbies for finance capital and is a part of finance capital itself uh, he, he really likes um, you know, a, a, an ununionised, educated uh, work, highly productive workforce that they can pay quite well because they're making so much money out of them, you know, but that you know that Singapore on Thames authoritarian model is, is something that a faction of Tories are pursuing, right? But not all Tories are pursuing. You have to kind of you have to be, be clear about the factionalism within capital and with its within its representatives and its mm. its its legis legislative agents. So I think, you know, but I think if there were, uh, you know, if there were a really, really grand and very well organised conspiracy to bring about Singapore on Thames in the UK, they wouldn't be welcoming in a black swan event. They want control over it, don't they? Yeah. So they can just tighten the screws, they can boil the frog. People talk about, about, about us being in a position of being boiled frogs, you know. If you put a frog in a pan of water and just put a very low light on it, the frog doesn't jump out because the temperature changes are indiscernible, it ends up being boiled. Now whether that's true or not, I don't know, but the, the image is, is quite a good one, isn't it? Yeah, in theory, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. They are, we are, you, know you boil a, boil a frog slowly. Yeah, because if you could normalise, say, like not, not having foreign, foreign holidays anymore, yeah. or, and if you, if you could normalise yeah. changing your diet so you eat cheaper things, uh, you, you know, in a way, you would just stop noticing yeah. just how shit your life was. Yeah. You know, you just get used to it. Yeah. Well, the, 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 this, is, this is known, you know, the, 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 the gradualism. People accept stuff that comes slowly. They normalise the unacceptable. Yeah. And we do that all the time, you know. We, we, we're kind of pattern makers. We like to know what to expect. It's a part of our survival mechanism. Yeah, that's that's the other thing as well. Yeah. I think it, that's gonna kind of that that people are noticing is the insecurity. Yeah. Whereas before they could budget. Yeah. You, you know, you could have a plan. You you know you 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 pro if you you probably gonna keep you be in your job. Mm -hmm. You know, you weren't mm -hmm. seeing any any red red flags that you were gonna be sacked anytime soon, yeah. and you'd been there for a few years and you were comfortable and yeah. you know you were jogging along. You know, you'd be able to. Think okay, I'm going to have uh, you know my holiday in Spain, and I'm going to have a, a nice birthday party for my wife, and and we'll have yeah. some treats, you know. Yeah. Um, 
But if you've got this insecurity where you, you don't even know if you're going to be able to pay your, your electric bill well, now. Yeah. Or the landlord's going to kick you out. Yeah. We talk a lot about the, uh, the anger uh, within the population. We call them like piles of tinder ready to catch fire <laughs> yeah. and like burn the whole country down. Right. Yeah. Now, this, this horror, I mean, that, that is not, not just not being able to pay the bills, but the anxiety of not knowing yeah. Not you get because we don't know how high they're going to go yet, and yeah. the the inflation yeah. we don't know what's going to happen yeah. with that, and the rising cost of food we don't know how high that's going to go. Yeah. So I think this horrible, horrible anxiety is going to really pile up that tinder. Absolutely. I mean, uh, in that vein, and uh, adding a nuance to that picture, we should remark that. Inflation doesn't hit everybody equally. And apparently the, op the Office of National Statistics, which collects inflation data and publishes it regularly, is, is now going to kind of give us some more nuanced figures that, uh, that I think they're going to show how, how di different stratas of society experience different levels of inflation. Depends on what you spend your money on, obviously, because, you know, not all products are going up at the same rate. Some are even going down. You know, some things are becoming cheaper. Just to encapsulate how all, all that works, uh, I, I'll just ch tell you what an old friend of mine used to say, an old work colleague, Fred, long since deceased, he used to say, the Queen pays the same for a loaf of bread that we do. So we were having that conversation in the 1980s when there was like, I don't know, what, 17% inflation for people like us. You know. so, so there's 10% inflation, and the, 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 but the, the Queen pays £2 instead of £1 for a loaf of bread. What difference does that make to her, given that she's got a fortune, or God knows what it is, you know? Tens of billions. You don't give a shit. If you've got tens of billions, you don't give a shit if bread doubles in price. You can only eat so much bread. But you have to have some bread. Yeah. But a doubling in the price of bread when you're already struggling. Yeah. You're already on the edge. You're already perhaps not eating as well as you ought to. You're already living a life with, 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 with no treats and struggles and worry and the anxiety of, 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 of whether you're going to have a roof over your head and all the rest of it. Bear in mind you just have all the shit of living through the pandemic for the last two odd yeah, years. Yeah, there's going to be some people who this hits terribly, terribly, uh, and will produce it'll uh, produce real poverty, real child poverty, uh, malnutrition. Yeah, which uh, we incidentally have plenty of that already. We've got that already <laughs> yeah. after after ten years, ten, eleven years of austerity caused by the banks blowing up the system and then getting rewarded for it. So the, this morning, so, I, I, you know, to that so question... So I think we have to be a bit... I, I wasn't sure, you know, I wasn't sure where I was going to come down, but I, I, think, I think I'm with you that it is happening too fast. It's yeah. not... Uh, they don't want it in the news. They don't want no. people being interviewed about yeah. how they can't put the heating on yeah. or how their, their children uh, uh, go to bed hungry every night. They don't want this splashed all over the media. Well, I'm yeah. they, they want to just support them in everything they do. Well, I'm afraid byline times uh, uh, and, and uh, Tribune and Nevada media aren't going to shut up about it from where I can make no. it. I mean, and, the alternative and, uh, and, and uh, neither should definitely they. isn't. No. Yeah. 
Now, how, how any of this pans out on the streets, God only knows, you know. Yeah. It is a bit of an imponderable, it's a bit of, a, of, of an unpredictable... In yeah, and the way. reason why this affects the rich people as well is because if you have a lot, like millions, millions of people who are desperately poor and yeah. maybe starving yeah. and freezing, I'm afraid the uh, they're going to have no choice but to do things they wouldn't normally do and I'm... I'm the crime rate is going to go up. It just yeah, is. People are going to start thieving, and God knows what. Yeah, to, of course they to, are. To, I mean, you know, to they're going to have to. They're going to be driven to it. Yeah. Now, the rich people aren't going to want to live in such a precarious, unsafe, uh, unpleasant society yeah. where they can't just go out and do the fun things anymore without feeling a little bit worried. A little bit threatened. Yeah. A bit threatened. You know. Yes. Um, this this is how it will find its way back to the, to the bubble dwellers in in Westminster, in, particularly in the Conservative Party. Is it their natural constituency and their members, their grassroots members, will be complaining about crime in neighbourhoods, you know, and spikes of burglaries and this, that, and the other, and, and drug gangs and blah blah blah. They'll complain about that very 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 loudly, and that that is the the, the the slant that the Tory party grandees over there in Westminster will get and their reaction will be well you know it's it's the criminals you know criminalise the poor yeah you know I mean this could play um, right into their hands because they want as many laws as possible so the police can do whatever they want it does give so them so it's like it's it does, great for them because it gives them this, this excuse go, to really do, toughen up the laws it do, and it does the, give them that. the prosecutions and all that sort of that, stuff that, but it seems to me there's a limit to that there's a there's a limit exactly. to that. They could take it as far as they can, and the, and to be honest, the crime's still going to be happening because people yeah. won't have any choice. Yeah. You know, and then what is it going to? You know, we, what, it's going to spill over into into what? Yeah. I think they've already, like you said, I was you took the words out of my mouth. There is a limit to that, and they they may well be approaching it. There is so, only so many police they can actually have. Well, they sacked loads of police over yeah. the last ten years. Now they're claiming they're, they're massively expanding the police force, but they haven't even got it back to where it was. No. You know, this this is how they talk about stuff as well. You know, just this pathological lying is not going to help them either. But quite how, how dry the tinder is, if there is going to be a spark, it's anybody's guess. You know. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it might things might pull back a bit. They might not. I've heard estimates of energy prices doubled by the middle of the spring. You know. So. Yeah, and uh, not to mention, you know, Brexit hasn't finished rolling out its uh, welcome mac of shit yet. <laughs> it's only started, yeah. Yeah, it's only get, just get, beginning. Get Brexit done, yeah. uh, uh, dear friends. Brexit will never be done. Brexit will never be done. Yeah, we, we're on, we are on, and I keep, I know I've been saying this for like ages, but we, we're on a, a very precarious uh, food supply yeah. issue here yeah. because of the massive traffic jams at Dover because of the new rules that just came in, the new Brexit rules. Yeah. You know, the, there was, uh, watched a Byline Times thing where... Tailbacks, miles, miles, miles and miles. Yeah, they went down to Dover and they interviewed the... Um, one of the members of staff there and said that it used to be that he they were he was 
it was a thing where he could address the press about what's going on at the port, but he now kind of isn't really allowed to. So uh, he kind of did it off, off his own bat. But they, he, he allowed them into the port where they could interview the drivers sitting in the lorries and ask them how long they'd been sitting there. And one, per, one, one bloke had been there for four days. <laughs> you know, but the common answer was 10 hours, 17 hours. Oh, you know, agony. And you've got like, you know, I don't know how long the tailbacks are, but they're absolutely massive. Yeah. Like miles, miles long. I think I heard one was 18 kilometres or something. So what's that oh. about? Yeah, 10 miles or something. Yeah, it's probably shit. The, the thing is that uh, European suppliers, which is basically how we get food, especially at this time of year in yeah. the winter, they are, if they've got a, any possibility of sending their goods somewhere else where their driver does not have to sit in a queue for 17 hours, 24 hours. Remember, and this be is paid. Just at the beginning. And be paid. Yeah, and be paid with the, you know, the engine running while, while they're waiting. Uh, they, they're going to sell it to somebody else so our, our supply could come less and less and less so the amount of food that we have would be more expensive and less of it and less yeah. of it and because there's less of it even more expensive because it's scarce yeah it is it is it is an added factor on top of the supply chain the global supply chain disruption it's, a, it's an extra layer and it's not an inconsiderable layer so in conclusion britain is fucked <laughs> Uh, uh, how much of the public going to stand? Well, we're trying to make a bit of a guess on that, and we think they're going to be a good proportion of them are going to be pretty fucking angry. Yeah. I suppose the government will surround them with police and put TV programmes on saying that these people are low-life scumbags. You know, we've got to punish them. Turn, turn the people who get the worst brunt of the inflation turn them into scapegoats and an internal other with benefit street type programs you know and, and pretty patel like um dog whistling the far right but ab I ab about it you know it only works if if you've got the right numbers yeah okay does, yeah. now if you've got say okay you could you could skate if scapegoat for what say four million people that maybe that's enough that's just the amount that you could scapegoat yeah. and get away with it but if you've got 20 million yeah right yeah could is is that still gonna work once the number gets no. bigger and bigger and bigger no. and you know your average daily <laughs> mail reader looks at that and think hang on they're talking about me yeah there is you're right there's a there's a numbers limit and i, I imagine there's somebody somewhere it's got a very clear idea of, of, what, of what numbers, you know, and what manipulations you can perform and get away with and what won't work and what the limits are. I mean, yeah. that person was probably Dominic Cummings, but of course he fell out with them. You know, mm. in, in the mix, you have to add uh, something that we've men we mentioned over and over again, that this shower are very, very... This shower are highly incompetent. Highly yeah. incompetent. Yeah. And even if they were given some good data, they'd still fuck it up. Yeah. And I think it's going to mean more disaster, more, more pain. There's going to be a lot of people suffer a lot of pain because of the political tenor of our government and, and uh, something which is exacerbated by the, 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 the absolutely shitty and non-functional nature of our constitution, polity, electoral methods and politics in general. Hello. Hello. Nice now.
So what do you think they're going to do if they do go over the magic number? No idea. I, mean, I, I would fully expect more scapegoating, more authoritarian moves, more police powers or an attempt at, more pushback, particularly on the police powers thing. I think the kill the bill uh, movement, pretty well organised. Yeah, but again, there, you know, yeah. there's a limit. There's a, a limit. Because you yeah. see, we've not just got all the the problems arising arising from the uh, supply chain, the rising cost of living. Yeah. Um, a lot of people who were before the pandemic were doing very nicely. Yeah. Thank you very much, business owners, small business owners, yeah. even medium-sized business owners. Yeah. I mean, even that kind of dickhead who runs that the, the weather spoons. <laughs> you know, even he's really having a hard time. You know. Excuse me for uh, <laughs> indulging a little bit of shard and fraud about that. <laughs> you know. So, the, you know, the, their businesses could be gone, and we we don't know where really where we're up to with the pandemic. You know, the, the government's giving this kind of yet again, oh, it's all over now thing, but where have we heard that before? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think the people who work in the hospitals don't think it's all over. No. And yeah. there, there could be more surprises on that front. Let's hope there isn't, but... M maybe we're asking the wrong question here. Maybe the question should be, will 2022 be the shittiest year yet? Oh. Is it, it, will 2022 be shittier than 2021? I'd put, I'd put a sort of a... A yes on that, yeah, but I've with got a some, yes on that as but well. with some stronger glimmers yeah. of hope, and I think there will be some civil unrest. I'll, I'll, I'll expect some civil unrest there. Yeah. I know there's certain things because they need jerks on the part of the Tories will happen. Scapegoating of, of minorities and the poor, uh, clamping down on the poor, clamping down on benefits, which they've already started to do. Attempt to increase police powers and government powers, but with greater pushback because they've already expended some of that political capital and what they've done so far, and it's not going down well. You know, all mixed in with completely incompetent handling of a pandemic and, and Brexit. So I'm thinking 2022 is going to be pretty shitty, but I think our glimmers of hope will be stronger. Go on, I've, now, I've, I've put my prediction out there, but of course, ultimately, nobody knows. What black yeah. swans are waiting round the corner? That's right. I mean, think could be uh, even worse. What's going to kick off in Ukraine? Well, yes I know. or no? What I will know, that, what yeah. will that do? Will it do a lot to us or a little? To, you know. Yeah. There's, there's just endless factors. You yeah. know. Meanwhile, COP twenty twenty six fell straight off the map as soon as they cleared the fucking chairs away. Yeah. Yeah, but there was something that happened the other day that we we've spoken about that um, really really gave me a lot of hope and uh, made me realise that we don't have to capture a political party in order to have like an awful lot of power and this is with it was what was going on in America where Bernie Sanders was having a a, a massive Skype meeting yeah or Zoom or something yeah an online uh, an online meeting with what was it like a, a million striking americans like that, yeah. it was absolutely enormous yeah there are a lot of there are a lot of strikes in america at the moment which go unreported yeah but the fact that bernie can address them all and other interested parties just that yeah utilizing the technology yeah. we've got now yeah. it's to always kind been of bring about stronger coordination and solidarities yeah. is great yeah 
you know, we, we've, we've yeah. never had that as strongly as we've got it be- right yeah, now. That's right, yeah. I mean, we, 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 we moan, and right, rightly, about the power of the tech bros, you know, and the big... These are the biggest companies in the world. The, you know, the, the Apple, Apple's the first corporation to hit $1 trillion valuation. These are enormously powerful, uh, just in terms of their sheer size, but also in terms of the fact that they, they, they handle now most of our communication. Yeah. And they, they do meddle with it and they have to meddle with it in some ways, you know. And, uh, and of course, oh, there's, there, there, is, there is like a, an imperative to make money out of it. And we moan about them and we're right to moan about them. They are dangerous, it all needs reforming. There is a struggle to change it, Web3, blah, blah, blah. You know, and there's a, a whole interesting ca- catalogue of struggles going on around that, which there will be, because if you control information, you control the world. At the same time, you have to remember, we can use it too. We can use it too. And I think that's only just beginning. You know, that's only just beginning. And of course, a big, a big and important part of this, which we frequently mention, is, is the print media is going down, and they're trying to migrate to the internet and set up their setups on, on the internet as well. So it's a struggle, it's a battleground. The technology that we have now that almost everybody on the planet is carrying around in their pocket yeah. this ability to do yeah. extremely fast mass communication. Yeah. But also to dis- distribute mass misinformation. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but in the case of uh, just, just that report about what Bernie Sanders was doing, yeah. um, and it's a way... It's like, if we could, I mean, I know the old sort of striking kind of thing, you know, it's, it's like a, <laughs> call it like an old-fashioned idea, but it's, it's still completely relevant and very, very powerful. Yeah. And, and it's a nice way because you don't have to go, uh, I don't think anymore, uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have to be on the picket line no. having kind of rocks thrown at you and stuff like that. Just you know. stay at home. Uh, just stay at home. <laughs> so you wouldn't have to do anything that was going yeah. to be dangerous or where you'd have to kind of battle the police or yeah. anything like that it's uh, simply just withdrawing yeah. your your labor from from the market for you know a period of time and because we have i mean i know you said um, we used to be able to have wild wildcat strikes yeah. um you know when you were at work all those those years ago but maybe with the technology that we've got you could coordinate mass wildcat strikes well you could coordinate a mass phone in sick Yes. If there's a law against wildcat strike, and that has yeah. been done. That yeah. has been done, you know. Mass phoning sick. So there's a nasty bug going around. I got it. I don't yeah. want to give it to everybody else, and you all do it. I and mean, it, it seems to me that the people in this country, with everything that we've just been through for the past few years, and the acknowledgement of the key worker as a powerful, uh, uh, yes. an important, very vitally important person vitally in society. Important. Um, where they've never really been recognised like that before. Or a lot in my lifetime, anyway. Yeah. These are people who get vilified yeah. as a part of the game. So that's happened where it's like the, their importance has been very much come to the forefront mm. of our consciousness. Mm. Mm. And I'm hoping that those people are, are feeling empowered yeah. and take the next, next logical step with that realization, yeah, that's let's coordinate it. Yeah. <laughs>
let's use the power that we now have more of a, a realization that we've got and uh, and make some changes yeah it's possible that of course reminds me of course of the great refusal that's going on you know I don't know how many millions of Americans and, and the same thing's actually happening here in, in, in a quiet British fashion. It's people are phoning up and texting the boss and saying, fuck you, stick your job. Yeah. They've got a bit of savings, they'll hang on a bit. They'll hang on a bit, they'll do a bit of market trading. <laughs> yeah. They'll hang on a bit. They'll, they'll, go, they'll sell some stuff on eBay out of Granny's Attic. You, you know, they'll hang on a bit. They think, well, there's, there's a labour shortage, you can get a better job. Maybe, but I'll, I'll have a little break first. I'll go fishing for a bit. You know, actually, it's, it's always occurred, occurred to me, but again, you know, this is my naive anarchism, you know, is that, well, all we've got to do is refuse. And say, yeah. fuck you, we don't have any. Yeah. And there must be, again, there must be a number. There must be a cut-off point. Yeah. Somebody says 3.5%. Oh, you bring the country down and focus the minds of the politicians and saying you've got to fucking start being sensible with, I don't know, 5-10% of the population. What happens if all the supermarket shelf stackers, police, ambulance, fire, trains, people that manage, manage the traffic lights and, and the motorways or go, go and pick up, pick up the breakdowns on the motorways, right? Imagine all those go, just one day they all phone in sick, I don't know, what we call key, key workers, yeah. bus drivers, yeah. it's all phoning sick. Because uh, as you keep saying, you've got to hit them where it hurts, it's got to be in the pocket. Oh yeah, well, it's just, it's, that's, that's the only sensitive organ they've got it in their <laughs> bodies, these capitalist arseholes. Yeah. Well, we're nearly in town now. I hope you found that interesting. <laughs> yeah, not too depressing. No, uh, I, I see I see loads of hope because there are so many possibilities. Yeah. We've got to grasp them and it's it's frustrating trying to figure out how, you know, because it's all new stuff this but we'll get there. That of that on 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 and I'll see it in my lifetime. I'll see yeah. a, a big move, a big shift in my lifetime. Yeah. Because the, the, the disaster which is coming and the crisis which is coming is uh as I said it's 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 an opportunity for good or ill. Yes. Uh, you know, it can yeah. it can go either way, depending yeah. on what we do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> Make knowledge great again. <laughs> we'll speak to you soon.